Hi, welcome to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. This is the podcast where my boyfriend John gets one hour a week to tell me about professional wrestling. He's not allowed to talk to me about this outside of this podcast. It's a very strict rule. Uh, Just a little bit of a content warning before we get started. The first half of the show does deal with allegations of sexual assault. So if you don't want to hear about that, skip the first half hour. The rest of it is very good. I promise. How do I sound? Good? Yeah. Oh, we're on. We're on the air. I don't like to tell you when we're on the air because I like it to naturally build to our conversation in a real way. Yeah. And sometimes I'm worried if I put you on the spot, you're going to feel like you have to perform. I feel like uh, that did help last week because I was like, I don't know when we're actually going to start this thing. And then we had started it. Yeah. Yeah. See, you already know, see, like, let's pretend this isn't it, because you're already getting to that place where you're like, you're going to start, like... What am I doing? I'm not doing anything. (laughs) I didn't do anything. This is how I always am. I'm just trying to get you to act natural. Am I getting notes? (laughs) Are you giving me notes? No, I'm kidding. Okay. We got a big episode this week, though. We got a big, uh, big, fat... I want. I keep wanting to make a joke about it being a happy episode, but really, it's. I don't know. Do we should we start off with the the sad things? Okay, bad things. Or you the, know what? I will decide. Okay, that and I, I will, will decide to kick it off with okay. the serious talk. Okay, that we need to have. Oh boy! About how you need to lock the door. <laughs> oh, leave. okay. You're right. Yeah, I, I knew this was coming. You you forgot to do it when I forgot to do it, and then you forgot to 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 do it for me. That's right. Uh, you made a mistake and that, I forgot to fix yeah, it. You forgot. And, 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 and so I failed last. So ultimately I failed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we figured this out. Okay. So uh, today, are you going to ask me how my day was? Can you ask me how my day was, oh, please? How it was sets your day? me up. How was your day? Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, so my day started off pretty rough. I... Uh, worked last night for the Emmys, as you know. Uh-huh, that's right. Uh, in my job. And I was up pretty late. And then I woke up this morning pretty early, and I did my workouts. Then I got in the shower. And then I vomited from the shower to the toilet. <laughs> you know when you do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah? I, so I, tell me you've done that. I mean, <laughs> tell, me, tell me it's normal. I've definitely... Um, been on the toilet and also vomited ew that's disgusting yeah well you know what food poisoning is rough i was in the shower i know you were in the shower i'm glad i have this more now uh painted picture of what was happening i heard it you did you heard it and neglected to ask you if you were okay (laughs) at any point at any point (laughs) and i felt bad about it in fact i think i brought up the upcoming Spider-Man movie before you I... You did. I came out of the bathroom and you were like, I watched the Spider-Man trailer again and I was like, okay. cool. Okay, <laughs> you came out of the bathroom and I said like, hello or something. And then I didn't bring up the Spider-Man thing until you had gone out to get breakfast and then come back. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway. Before, Still the doesn't, me, it doesn't excuse anything. I just want to be, I just want to be no, clear I about know. the timeline. It's fine. I forgive okay. you. Right. Um, <laughs> Thank but, God. Uh, but anyway, that's the sucks. reason I the reason I brought Sorry that, that you up. Feel so bad. That was a segue. That was just a big segue to okay. me saying. So I had to take a day off work because uh-huh. I was like, I clearly need a break. I've been working too much. I'm stressed mm-hmm. out. My stomach's in knots. I gotta, I gotta take a day of rest. So today I took a day of rest mm-hmm. and I made friendship bracelets and I watched Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, good. 
It was not relaxing at all. <laughs> Which part? Any of it. The friendship bracelets? Oh, yeah. That actually wasn't relaxing either because I was trying to learn a new pattern and it was like really complicated, much more yeah. complex than I anticipated it being. Um, but I think I got the hang of it. Um, but yeah, and you said that you had not watched. I had not watched. I have not watched most of the Dark Side of the Rings. Why is that? Because they make me sad. There was a... They, I mean, they're very good. It's I mean, very, they make me sad, too, and I don't even like wrestling. It's very... Um, well, I think it's because I like wrestling that they make me mm-hmm. sad. I feel like if you're not a wrestling fan, it's easier to watch a documentary about something, like the bad aspects of something that you don't care about, because you're just like, oh, what a crazy shit show this is. And mm-hmm. then when you're watching it about something you love, it's like, what a crazy shit show I've dedicated my life to. Um, and it's... I've seen some episodes of it. It's very good, but it's just... It's a lot... It's emotionally very face, heavy. You don't want to face it. I don't want to face realities. You don't want to face it. I think it. also part of it was like, I remember there was one season and the second season came out like very early on in the pandemic, like when it was at its most depressing, when you like truly couldn't go out mm-hmm. and you were just stuck inside mm-hmm. and everybody was like, hey, there's this Chris Benoit documentary about how he murdered his family and then killed himself. I, I watched that. You're going to watch that? And I'm like, I like... At a nine out of ten on depression all the time at that yeah. point, and so I was not interested. So I just didn't. That's uh, fair. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean you don't have to watch it. I just watched it because you said that there was some big thing happening, and mm-hmm. I kind of seen stuff about it on Twitter a little bit. I'm like wrestling Twitter adjacent, yeah. So uh, I was curious, and I watched it, and uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I was it's um, pretty bad for the. Uh, can I tell the listeners at home? Yeah, I think it's probably it best if, if you tell go, you yeah. about it too. Yeah, yeah, please do. This is the portion where you tell me something about wrestling. Yeah, okay. So this is where I tell John the truth about his dirty oh, little hobby uh, slash thing he's dedicated his entire yes. life to. Uh, so the WWE essentially, allegedly, 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 allegedly. I don't know how alleged this story is really is, but full of people. Well, no, no, no. I'm about to say something pretty. Uh, nasty, so I'm I'm legally protecting myself here. Okay, good. Allegedly, the WWE is allegedly mm-hmm. fairly well populated with guys who rape people <laughs> and see it as a normal function of their jobs because mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like talking about this flight that they all went on from London to you know New York, I'm sure, and it was a private jet that they'd chartered coming back from you know some pay per view in London mm-hmm. and. They start off, like, in the beginning of the episode. They're like, oh, you know, everybody was drinking because it was delayed for seven hours. But also, everybody was, like, slipping each other roofies. Like, I guess Mm -hmm. the wrestlers think it's funny to slip each other roofies because they have roofies all the time because they use roofies on women. And and this, like, literally a a guy who, it was a, I don't know any of their names. Um, But one of the wrestlers was like, yeah, I mean, you know, guys would drug girls all the time and have their way with them. And it was pretty normal to do that to local girls on the road. And I was like, wow, <laughs> cool. Um, and uh, then they got to like the Ric Flair stuff, which was also very bad. I mean, they basically terrorized this poor flight attendant. Like she basically spent like 14 hours with these like incredibly large, very, very drunk men who like were pulling on her and licking her face and like Ric Flair cornered her in the back of a plane mm-hmm. uh, in nothing but his cape and 
made her touch his penis. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it, it pretty. It's not. It's not fun. Yeah, I don't. Uh, didn't imagine it would be. Um, it was. Um, yeah, go ahead and open that. I got some jelly bellies. <laughs> go ahead myself. and open those jelly bellies. <laughs> with that, I mean, you can't hear I that. There's like, no way that bag, that incredibly loud bag, well, is picked up on the mic. <laughs> the the thing I thought to myself was, <laughs> this is a this is a crappy crappy opening because I have to describe something so awful to you. So then I thought I'll lighten the mood <laughs> by pulling this bag of jelly bellies out of my bag. It was a great and eating them. It was a great twist. And you know what? It's a great palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, because remember last episode, I felt like I got <laughs> tired. jelly beans. I got tired in the second half. Yeah. I just love that you're eating jelly beans while we're doing a podcast, which is strictly talking. And jelly beans are not, they're not, it's not like a quick, like, a, you know, quick yeah. little Hershey bar where you can like chomp it down real fast. They're like gonna, made to be in your mouth for I'm a while. I'm just going to have a few and I'm going to have them while you're talking. Okay. It's fine. I'm not saying you can't. It's just a very funny choice. So anyway, John, why do you support Ric Flair and everything he does? Okay, well, I knew this was coming, and uh, actually, it is crazy, because I feel like this is something a lot of wrestling fans are dealing with now, is that this story has not, it's not like, so it's not like one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, like a Louis C.K. or some some situation like that, where, I mean, a lot of people, like, didn't know or weren't aware or maybe it's the same amount of people there wasn't like a parade of women being like rick flair did this to me if that's what you mean no No, it was like it was like one woman who he you know clearly sexually assaulted on a plane yes Um, and uh what i I guess what i mean is like the story of it because i guess there probably were maybe for like super insiders maybe this was people were more aware of like someone like a allegedly louis ck's uh uh, behavior or something like that, where it's like shocking when you find out if you weren't in the know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, like this story specifically, this plane ride from hell has been no. Like I remember reading about this in 2002 when I was in high school, and like, well, that's interesting, I've, John, because it didn't about, happen yeah. until 2003. Oh, what? <gasps> I thought it was 2002. No, I think you might be right. It is 2002 because I, I saw the date and I was like, wow, that's like right after 9/11. Yeah, well, so so can you blame them, really? <laughs> I mean, um, so that's probably why I didn't hear it. That's probably why it wasn't bigger news. Yeah, I feel well, like people got away with a lot in the years after 9-11 because just news was different. Yeah, it's true. Um, I think also men in general probably just get away with a lot. Well, of yeah, stuff. all of this should be yeah. prefaced with the with the thing of like all of this happened at a time when women were not considered people at large. Yes, so like, 2002. Yeah, yes, in 2002, early. women were not considered people with inner lives, and yeah. so doing bad things to them was not considered bad, and uh, it's not fair to expect people to have known that we were people this whole time. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's really funny. I feel like a lot of these guys have not have truly been living that way until like 2017. Well, there's this awful guy in it, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. Which is a stupid name for a stupid man, and I'm oh, sorry. But he's 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 sitting there like, oh, Rick would never force sex on somebody. Rick would never, you know, it's just a bit, it's just a game, and if you got offended, you know, I'm sure my ponytail offends people, you know. And, and he was like equating waving your dick at a woman and making her touch it to like having a 
gross hairstyle. Mm-hmm. I don't I, like. I don't know. He, yeah. he just—he's a bad man, and I—I I, I wish b- bad things on him. I'll um, say it. There you go. It's funny because I feel like Dreamer was saying all the same things that people had been saying about this story for like the last twenty years, but he just couldn't read the room about it. How people had changed their minds or been more aware of it well it sounds like a lot of people well because also there was a lady in it who was blonde oh, yeah. and i know that helps you narrow it down but um she was on the flight too and she was talking about you know because two of these flight oh, re- sued. A rest- this is a wrestler she's a wrestler Terry, she was a manager she's a manager yeah i think because i've, she was, I've she was a lot married of- to dustin yes. Rhodes. Mm-hmm. yeah um see i know things now you know, i watched yeah. one episode of Dark Side of the Ring, and now I'm the wrestling spurt. Yeah. If you need any wrestling knowledge, you'll you come, spurt it. I'll I'll spurt it. Yeah. Um. I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh yeah, there was a lady. <laughs> there was a lady, lady wrestler, and she when they were talking about the lawsuit that these flight attendants brought to the WWE, she was like, "If I sued everybody every time something like that happened to me in this company, I'd just be in court all the time." <laughs> And you just want to take her by the shoulders like, ma'am, you should not be having men force their dicks on you all the time. Oh, they're just the guys. That's, not, That's how I the mean, boys they, are. They kept referring to them as the boys. Yeah, that's a... Uh, and that was really disturbing because it was just kind of like, I don't know. it. The way they described them made them sound like a pack of rabid dogs. Like, I, like it sounded legitimately scary to be among them because they're all like blackout drunk and like at one point two of them are fighting each other in a mm-hmm. real way in an airplane and mm-hmm. so like they're slamming each other against like the sides of the airplane and the mm-hmm. stewardess was like I was trying to stop them because if they crack a wall in an airplane you know mm-hmm. it decompresses <laughs> from what I've <laughs> like heard they like go down we'd have to land in the ocean from what I've heard they were like bumping up against the door yeah the they were hitting the emergency which exit you could which Break apparently, open. well, the flight attendant said that you couldn't have broken open the door that way because okay. of how sturdy it is. Yeah, I was going to say, it can't just be a lever, like a, yeah, like no. a, you know, like you're exiting a movie theater. She was more worried about like them actually cracking yeah, the actual plane. they're large. Plane. Yeah. They don't they feel were, pain when they're all roofied and, uh, yeah. uh, and drunk. And then, uh, oh, and the other weird part of it was they get through all this harrowing, like, these harrowing tales of sexual assault and, and battery. And, um, and then they're all upset about this guy, Mike's ponytail that got cut off. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Mike, Michael Hayes. Yeah. His ponytail got cut off and they put it on a locker room door. And for some reason, Jim Ross is all like, "Mm, that was out of line. And I'm like, sir, I mean, under different circumstances, had nothing else happened on the plane, you might have thought that was actually pretty. That's if somebody just cuts your hair, that's a lot. But it, I under, mean, yes. but given everything else that's but, happening, yeah, it's really like that, that's not that's yeah. not what we need to be focusing on. Given that there were so many assaults on this <laughs> yeah. flight, they almost crashed the plane. Yeah, they scarred some poor woman for life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I would say that the ponytail was a nice, not, yeah. fun gesture. Yeah. <laughs> That was fun. That was actually fun. a legitimately fun prank. That was a prank. Yeah, that's that a jackass hurts, bit. Hurts no one. That's really. a classic jackass bit. Yeah. Remember the 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 buzz the the uh, oh, razor buzz people. Oh, oh did he come up behind would, people? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Yeah, I remember play, like, that. Play like Jaws music and the I remember that. Um, um, but yeah, that's a lighthearted prank. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of it is just like sexual assault. Yeah, and just, and also regular assault. Just incredible barbarism. Like it just sounded like 
the boys like it's so ominous like the back there's the boys being the boys and you just imagine them like ripping people apart or i think something. the <laughs> thing i like about this is that all the things that you're saying like the boys and all this stuff and like it's <clears throat> tommy dreamer saying it like wasn't you know he's not gonna hurt anybody and it's all this it's like this is they're saying all the same things and these are this is all like calling them the boys and having them be all rowdy and stuff all these are all the same things people have said throughout throughout the years and those are like that's how you talk about professional wrestling and that's how like i assume these guys have been throughout the years but you're just shining a different light on it and telling the same thing with the same words from a different perspective and now you're like oh my god well yeah they had like like, two or three guys who got why it was bad they were like yeah this was awful like yeah uh oh oh god the most heartbreaking part i'll just say this and then i'll have a jelly bean to lighten the mood okay great um the most heartbreaking part was when the the flight attendant is describing this moment with rick flair where he's got her cornered yeah and she's like none of them even tried to help me she's like none of the other guys even tried to help me and then she goes except for what's his name gold dust (laughs) oh yeah she goes he got on the pa because they kept commandeering her pa also which she was like upset about because you know you're not supposed to just i mean any level any way that they could disrespect this woman yeah they did and (laughs) she said he got on the the pa and and told rick to leave her alone and she was like and he and she just like looked at the ground she's like yeah and he was the he was the only one who helped me and i was like that is the (laughs) i mean i like cried because <laughs> it was so sad and so mean and anyway now i'm gonna have two jelly beans anyway well, this is a bad really time sad. to mention that we are sponsored by jelly belly no we are uh, not. we are not sponsored by jelly belly unless and we never will want, be unless they want to sponsor us and then we promise to not talk about such depressing things all the time yeah um well not immediately before yeah uh, not i think it's really just the proximity mm-hmm. is the uh um the issue but i mean well it's good to know that dustin uh was at least oh, somewhat wait. willing to help is dustin and gold dust the same guy yes gold oh my dust god is so rhodes. much just clicked for me i know yes <laughs> dustin rhodes my the guy who i comedy wrestle uh my comedy wrestler character is yeah. inspired by um so yeah, all he did was like get drunk and really sad about his ex-wife and sing a song on the PA. You know who his ex-wife is? Well, I don't know yeah. if it was the ex-wife. Yeah, the is, lady who yeah. was there. Yeah. No, I know. Um, she was there telling that story. It's really story. good writing. She was actually really upset that he got up and sang because it, it was humiliating for her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. To have so. your drunk ex on a plane singing a song to you. Yeah. Not even to you because he's like back. <laughs> he was like in the back of the plane and she was kind of towards the front, I think. We don't know what he's saying though, right? Oh, he sang... No, she did say what he sang. He sang, like, um, some song about love. I don't know. Some love song I didn't know. I, I don't know. What is love, <laughs> baby? It was an old loved song. Oh, it was probably... Yeah. And he was clearly being just a sad, drunk, yeah. pathetic man, and everybody was embarrassed for him. No. And don't do that. He's, he's doing better now. I hope so, because um, he seems to be the one man on that plane who's not a violent rapist. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, they're going to find this and they're going to sue us. I yeah. mean, they could. They could. That's it's true. They could. And they would um, take all the don't $50. Don't tell them that. They that might I not have. know. What if they take all the jelly bellies? Oh, that's... No. See, now, you, we have to stop telling them our weaknesses. All of our assets. Um, They'll never get this beautiful couch. Oh, no. You listed oh, no. another asset. Um, 
The one you just vacuumed. I did. John vacuumed the couch today, everybody. I did. It was really exciting because I was sitting in the office and I heard the vacuum kick on and I was like, he must have spilled something. I didn't. There was no spillage. (laughs) I just, I like that this is your expectation for me, but I just, I just wanted to flip the cushions and there was a lot of, you know, couch gunk going on underneath the couch, little crumbs and and dust and stuff. I have have not vacuumed in a couple weeks, folks. So I, uh, uh, Vacuumed the couch and then flipped the cushions over. So get a little more life out of these bad boys. And I did vacuum a little bit the surrounding area. Some, some dust bunnies I'm and stuff. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Isn't it great when the expectations are low? Uh, you know, I think that's the secret to patriarchy. It really is. It really is. Keep the expectations low. Do as little work as possible. Uh, I mean, you do anything. Spend your free that's time actually, dominating It's actually a very old school wrestling uh, um psychology i think it's like a machiavellian thing too well it's just that a lot of these old wrestlers um will say because like current generation wrestlers a lot of them do a lot uh in the ring they'll do these like big crazy acrobatic spots they call them and they'll do like a lot in a match you've seen some of these like uh young bucks or something like that where they're doing a lot of flips and there's just a lot going on and it's great Mm -hmm. yeah uh but it can be too much sometimes and a lot of like older school wrestlers will be like you don't have to do all that you could do like kind of nothing for like 20 for like 10 minutes but like rile people up and make them want to see something and then you do like one body slam and people lose it and if you actually watch like old like 80s wwf Mm. and stuff you'll like you'll see hulk hogan body slam somebody and people will go insane because nothing else has happened. <laughs> it's like if, I'm, if you were watching a really boring movie and there was just nothing happening for an yeah. hour and then somebody got killed, you'd be like, oh my God, you'd freak out. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, I don't know if that's the best analogy, but that's the one I'm going to no, go I was, with. No, I was racking my brain to think of a movie where like that's kind of what happens. It's probably I feel like several. Burn After Reading was like that. Maybe. Did you ever see Burn After Reading? I think I saw the very last scene one time, but I didn't. Oh. Uh, well, it's pretty like, to me, it was a very uninteresting movie until Brad Pitt gets shot in the head, and then okay. it's like, oh, shit. Uh, okay. And that's my review of that movie. Great. Well, we'll add a spoilers uh, warning. Um, I don't think anyone's going to be mad at me for 15-year-old movie or whatever. Burn After Reading. Um. No, but you yeah. know what I was thinking about this whole Dark Side of the Ring thing mm-hmm. that was uh, really struck me was how, you know, like I knew I knew WWE was pretty toxic. Like mm-hmm. there's no organization run by men dedicated to fighting that I would assume to be mm-hmm. not toxic. Mm-hmm. No offense um, to the toxic men. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening and you're toxic, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but... Um, but what struck me when the, especially when the guy said the thing about the GHB that they carried around to like drug girls with and stuff is I was like, these are some of the like most toxic, awful people. And the audience that loves them are like these guys, because they would even reference this. They'd be like, you know, guys would, you know, see their favorite wrestler and be like, oh, you got me through some tough times, man. And it's like, don't meet your heroes. And I was like, it is so ironic that there's like so many guys out there who like were bullied or like whatever. And they look to these guys and they're like, they're heroes. And then these guys are like the kings of bullies. Like they are like, they're just like, I would say they're responsible for all the bullies in the world. I'll give them that. 
Well, they're definitely feeding into that behavior and making it. They were making it okay, but it's, it's true. Just I ironic mean, to me. I was one of those guys who was like bullied a lot and looked to those guys for as being like inspirations and would to get, get your me through revenge. It. I will say uh, some of them are are not bad people. Like Mick, Mick Foley, who I have met, is a very sweet man, um, and he was one of those people that was inspiring. So they're they're not was, all terrible people. You're saying you know. he was always a good guy to you. I don't. If somebody came out with some Mc, with anything McFlight, I don't even know if I can make it through that. I think look, I, I lost Norm McDonald last week. Okay, we all lose okay, the ones right. we love and see them brought low. Look, I loved Norm, but I I feel like we all knew there was a lot of darkness. Uh, yeah, we did. I just didn't ever expect to have to see it, and I thought it would be something weird. Yeah, <laughs> not just like anyway, allegedly, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how we're yeah, just diving right into this stuff in the second episode. I like how our second episode, the first half of it, is like, here's all this depressing stuff about things we love. Yep. I mean, well, it is true. It's a spit, you know. But I mean. it's Because also, you get so invested in this. Like, there's a lot of things to be fans of. People love Doctor Who, you know. People love uh, Star Wars and uh that those are the main the main things just doctor who and star yeah. wars but you know uh but wrestling is like oh um you get wait uh, anime oh yeah doctor who star wars and anime yeah okay uh, those are the three things uh and oh wait star trek is that not the same as star wars what i'm kidding <laughs> uh if you heard that ladies and gentlemen know this john sartori doesn't know the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. And if you've ever met John Sartori, canon now. absolutely know that he knows m- so much about Star Wars it's and takes late. it so seriously. This is canon for the podcast now. Oh, great. In the podcast world, your persona is a guy who doesn't know anything about Star Wars or Star Are Trek. Are we going to be able to keep track of canon bits? Oh, I will keep track. All right. Okay. Anyway, aside from those three things, wrestling is a thing where you're not just like a fan of the fiction, but you really get attached to the people that perform in a very emotional way. And I know they're portraying characters, but there is a level of reality to it. And you do a lot of times genuinely cheer for the real people like Daniel Bryan, that Brian Danielson. He was like a big, where we were, uh, we all wanted him to like to win a couple of years ago. And you really are like connected to him as a person. Like you, you only see his like character they portrays, but you can see his real personality underneath. And you are rooting for him in his career. Yeah, uh, the line between person and per- yeah per- persona and performer is very blurred. It's very blurred, and you get like really invested in somebody emotionally. I would say even more so. Entertainers, th- yeah. they're like athletes. I guess it's a similar situation as like when a comedian who you really. Uh, loved and cared for does the same thing but it's tough to uh you know it's tough when someone like breaks your heart like that um it's really well kind I think, of devastating you know you know what i've learned as i get Daniel older Daniel Bryan has done nothing by the way brian Dan- i don't want to insinuate that brian danielson has done anything i just use him as an example of someone that i love what does john know oh god oh my god <laughs> brian uh, don't get on a plane oh my god <laughs> Um, I was going to make a joke about like 9-11 or something. But that's I do like how not, I just insinuated that the I plane like was jokes. the problem. I know. The plane I was what caused it. I know. That plane was cursed. I don't like those kinds of jokes, so I will not make them. Um, oh, yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. In my 
advanced age as I get on up there. Mm -hmm. I'm getting up there, you know. Yeah, we both are. Uh, We're both getting up there. And uh, in my old age, I've decided that, you know, it's true. Most of the things you love will disappoint you. Yeah. I'm not talking about you. (laughs) I did already today. I didn't ask you that when you were vomiting all over the bathroom. It's true. But look, the best thing that you can do for yourself is just not get so invested in things that you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to get invested in someone that you know and that you have a two-way relationship with. But this is a word that I learned from Twitter in the last couple of weeks. Oh, boy. The word is parasocial. Have you heard this word? You heard about this? Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen it. It's my Jay Leno vocabulary lesson. No, I don't know. It's a a one-sided relationship. So it's like the relationship you have with a a wrestler or something. Mm -hmm. You know, I was going to... I, I didn't mean that to come out as shitty as it did. I feel like it came. So I write them letters and they don't answer them. I understand. <laughs> I, I know where I fall. It sounds bad, but it is just a fact of like mm. everyone's relationship with celebrities is completely one sided because the celebrity doesn't know who you are. And like even the president, like your relationship with the president is parasocial technically because the president doesn't know who you are. Which president? Uh, not this one. Oh. <laughs> Current? Previous? Yeah. This president doesn't know who I am. Yeah. And I don't trust him. Just kidding. It would be very weird if any president knew who I was. I would be like, how? Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? What do you have? What websites have you been what on? What is going on here? Are we our friends on Facebook? Yeah. But did we take an improv class together? Did we do the same open if mic? so, you should not be president. Yeah, definitely not. Oh, boy. Yikes. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, yeah. But so that's what I've kind of learned is to just like, you're always going to be frustrated. You're always going to be disappointed. People are always going to let you down because if they don't know you, they can't possibly, you know, be worthy of your trust, right? So just don't trust people you don't know. Stranger danger. God. Yeah, that's true. We should, yeah. It's like Scruff McGruff always said, Chicago, Illinois, 6065 to... Oh, you didn't have that here, did you? Oh, no, my God. I look we insane. We had... Wait. What is... You didn't have Scruff McGruff, we Chicago, Mc- Illinois, 60652. Wait. Oh, wait. you talking about McGruff the crime dog? Yes. Oh, yeah. We had McGruff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was in Chicago. That, that little get, jingle... Oh, wow. I wonder... That little jingle sounded familiar. Yeah, that was his we jingle. Didn't, I don't remember him having a first name. I just remember him being McGruff the crime dog. Oh, well, when you wrote him a letter, because for some reason you could write him letters... He's got it. He's got a. You, you would send it to Scruff McGruff, oh, Chicago, yes. Illinois, six zero six five. Oh, I think I do remember this now. And that, yeah, I hope I have the zip code right. I uh, be... I just remembered how grizzled he was. Yeah, he was this he was grizzled scruff. old detective, and he he'd seen some shit. And wasn't the thing like okay, this is insane. Wasn't the thing that like you would put a picture of him on your window of your home? So little kids knew they could come there for safety. I really hope not. I swear. I really I'm hope pretty that's not sure true. that's what it was. And I really, oh my God, that would be so bad. When I was a child, that was my understanding of it. Was it was very that the easy Scruff to logo was like a thing that was meant safety. And, you know, that's the last thing I remember. Uh, <laughs> very easy to exploit. That's a really bad idea. Yeah. 
Uh, um, I saying it now as an adult, you're like, this is a terrible idea. I mean, look, there was somebody hopefully innocent thought, of, what, a, what a nice idea this would be. I mean, I'm sure it was very well intended. And yeah. it seems at first glance, it seems like, oh, yeah, that would be that would be smart. If a lost kid needs somewhere to go and they see this friendly dog, they'll think I can go in there and ask for help. I can go in this dark house that. Uh, oh, God. Oh, boy. All right. Well, you know what? Hey, here's a lighter thing. Did they ever do a, a McGruff uh, Smokey the Bear team up? Uh, no, because they, they fight different things. Scruff McGruff, well, Smokey the Bear fights forest fires. There you go. That's it. That's the crossover. It's an arsonist. Of children? Because of... I'm pretty sure Scruff McGruff he fought only, pedophiles. He o- only, oh God. <laughs> he specifically fought pedophiles. And I they gave, and they thing. used him as a symbol to lure people That's into it. houses. <laughs> From issue one. Issue one, the original Scruff McGruff comic book. <laughs> He, he fought pedophiles by enabling them. You know, <laughs> hang on, hang on, John, no, 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 hang on, hang this on. is a great wrestling podcast, by the way. <laughs> no, Go it's on. great. I just wanna, I just wanna ask you: Do you remember what Scruff McGruff wore? A big trench coat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and didn't he have a hat? I cannot believe. Did we that seriously grow up with a dog that wore a trench coat and asked little kids to trust him? I can't believe that we just went on this whole long tangent about not trusting your heroes <laughs> because they will break your heart because they're all apparently sex predators. And we just figured out that McGruff the crime dog is also one of those people. <laughs> Anyway, what's uh, the next uh, wrestling thing? Anyway, Ric Flair. Yeah. Anyway, what are you so doing, bud? basically, the podcast's take on this is that it's bad. It's bad. I don't. I don't mean to be too spicy, but I think sexual assault and wanton misogyny are terrible things. Yes, it is bad. It is one thing that is good is that these things are being talked about, and I think actually, hopefully, a lot of this culture is changing, especially mm-hmm. in like AEW seems to from what I. And gleaning from the news, it seems to have a better a better atmosphere. Um, uh, I think Ric Flair was probably about to debut with AEW though as a manager, which is likely not happening now. Um, Good, yeah. Uh, and there's one other thing I was going to say about it. Um, oh yeah, there was a thing that, like a lot of old wrestlers, like The Undertaker, was saying they don't like like younger wrestlers being backstage and like playing video games and stuff they think they should be like out partying with the boys and being more the gruff. boys it's yeah, the boys see, no it is the boys the but boys then it's must like be stopped and they cannot be allowed back in town i know they can't they can't be that's right who's back in town the boys oh no <laughs> but they have to uh but people have pointed out that like it's probably a lot healthier for guys to just be like playing video games when they're like doing things to relax their brains, not partying and doing a bunch of drugs and drinking all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's probably I mean, better. They just get, they're just healthy. They play video games. They have families. Yeah. I mean, you, know? you have a point. What's worse? A guy who goes out to the bar and does Coke and picks a fight or a guy who stays in and bottles that inside and channels it into sniper. Yeah. <laughs> and posts a picture people. of McGruff, the crime dog in his, <laughs> in his window. Reloading his his digital AK forty seven and just unleashing round upon round into oh I see oh god okay the I get bodies you. of other players okay maybe just uh <laughs> play cards play cards backstage huh 
Oh, and you want them all to develop gambling all right. problems now? Yes, okay. No, no but anyway. I, I do want to come out and say, as a woman and your girlfriend, mm-hmm. I must now forbid you from the look on your face. This is preparing is for such panic. Uh, you can no longer spend money on anything WWE related. You are boycotting them, mister. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. I know you're going to that show on Wednesday. That's not a WWE show. Okay, good. See, yeah. It's an see, AEW can, show. See, there you go. You can spend money on other wrestling promotions. Yeah, I did Because they're that. all woke, I'm sure. Yeah, well, a little bit more. I'm sure all of them treat women with the utmost yes. oh, respect. Yes, I'm absolutely sure. Yes, of course. Um, no, I. Uh, that's fine. I won't be going to a WWE show. Yeah, no. No, 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 right no, no, no. No. Not right now. That's, I'm, so the audience knows I'm wagging my finger She's in wagging her face. Finger. You are not allowed, but it, Buster. Oh, I was going to call you Butter. Buster. No. Oh, no. Don't Hamburgers. even try it. Um, well, you all right, come fine. home with one more T-shirt from that goddamn company. Well, I think you also would just be mad if I came home with more wrestling T-shirts in general. Just yeah. Because of the clutter. Yeah. I'm developing a set of principles. Yeah. That well, now you've assigned, now you've assigned a moral reason. My will on you. Now you've assigned a moral reason to it. So now not yeah. only would it be cluttering the apartment, I also will be enabling. Exactly. Uh, and then I'll assaults. get a divorce from my husband. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway what's the next thingy? Still no word from Sasha Banks. Remember? She's still missing? She's still missing, I guess. I don't oh, know what's going no. on. Remember how I was like, she maybe she has COVID and we were kind of making fun of her last week? I don't know where she is or what's going on. She doesn't have a boyfriend with a van, does she? She has a husband who probably has a car. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about that hippie guy or whatever? That, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that probably killed his girlfriend, yeah. allegedly. 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 See, you were, I, you were a little unsure. You were looking at the evidence, but now you're... you're. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. He's, do you he, want an update? I do want to... All right. I hang on. I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll give you a quick update. Quick update. They, they probably have found her body. Which is awful. That is awful. Now they also can't find him. He's disappeared. He disappeared. I think he's probably on the lam. He might be on the lam. He may also have. Yeah. No. We know. Yeah. We know the. We options. all know what. We all know that the two options. But that's are here. the update on the people who aren't Sasha Banks. So tell me what's going on with Sasha Banks. Anyway, uh, she's. I don't know what's going on with Sasha Banks. I just want to bring her up because she's not here they haven't they don't talk about her anymore she's just gone uh i don't know what yeah it's gonna be the point where they're gonna ghost her and she's like sitting outside the stadium like what the hell i oh they ghosted (laughs) i think we're gonna be like i wonder if one day uh michael cole is gonna be like sasha banks she died 60 years (laughs) ago um some say she still haunts the ring the dark side uh, of the ring it would be really funny if they just ghosted her and we'll just not <laughs> just act like they were never she's locked out of her social media she's what like, the what? hell what is going on i think she's probably pregnant since it's been three weeks and now that it's been time i think maybe it is maybe she is pregnant congratulations um, sasha congrats sasha i hope you have a beautiful healthy baby we're calling it here on ann and john's or john this and is, ann's wrestling we scooped podcast. it we, we scooped, scooped it. it sasha banks is probably pregnant allegedly allegedly <laughs> pregnant um but yeah i hope she's okay i hope so too i hope i, mean, I hope it's that she's, she's pregnant she's not actually missing i do want to clarify that she's people <laughs> she's not 
literally missing. I would love it if everybody was just like, yeah, we, none of us know where she is. So, yeah. like, I don't know. We're just waiting to see when she comes yeah, back. I don't think she's missing. She's just not on the show and they're not talking about her. She's alive and well, I believe. She's like uh, Arya. When Arya, well, no, who left Game of Thrones for like a whole season? You didn't see him. Bran? Bran. She's Branning oh, she's right Bran. now. And she's going to come back and she's going to yeah. be a, a wolf or something. We're going to get an update in like six episodes. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be on a sled. And when you binge it, it won't really, you'll be like, oh, this is fine. But when you're watching it year to year, you'll be like, what is happening? Yeah, you're like, who's this? Who is this guy? Oh, this is like a different person now. This kid has aged three you, years. You know what I like about this podcast what? is that we also managed to talk about Game of Thrones every episode. Have we done it twice? Yeah. Oh, because of the yeah. money in the bank. Yeah. We got to work that in every episode. I think well, that's a new format. It's another thing. canon bit. A format thing is like a true crime update for me on true crime stuff people are talking about online and then also um uh that <laughs> okay. okay i'll also continue the sasha banks updates until she reappears yeah okay sasha banks watch sasha banks watch i wish this was a video so we could make a little graphic yeah yeah some sort of that'd be fun we should do that we should do that anyway uh what's the next thing uh let's see um nxt 2.0 NXT 2.0. They restructured an NXT. Like they, they re- updated. Yep, they re they updated. We had to reinstall it. Uh huh. Um, and you had to restart the machine, or it automatically would. Yes. Yeah, so the thing about NXT is that it was a great, fun brand. It was sort of the unison between silly, like mid '90s WWF characters, and um, like old school NWA, not the rap group, but the national wrestling Alliance, which is like a precursor to the WCW mm-hmm. promotion, uh, like old school Southern wrestling booking, and then featuring like modern day indie wrestlers that were just very athletic and good. And it was like a fusion of everything of like all the wrestling I've watched in my life. And it was for a long time, the perfect wrestling show. It was an hour every week. They would cycle people through, because they would tape like three episodes at a time, so you wouldn't see the same people wrestling every week. You'd see them like wrestle, and then they'd have a promo, and then they have something else. So, and you would they would cycle people around, and it was great. And all the story, like every story, made sense. It was very very structured. There were payoffs to things. If somebody had a rematch, there was like a reason they had a rematch, and they would like do it differently. You remember Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane? Yeah, uh, they had like four or five matches at NXT, and they were all great, and they were all different. And each one one felt, you know, important. Whereas if you watch like Monday Night Raw, you know, Jeff Hardy and Sheamus will wrestle each other five weeks in a row and it'll be like the same match Mm -hmm. or it'll be like the same story beat for a month. But it was great. It was the perfect wrestling show. Then they put it on USA opposite uh, AEW when Dynamite was premiering because they wanted something to try to like cannibalize AEW's audience a little bit, which Mm -hmm. is a fair strategy, I suppose. Um, and they expanded it to two hours, and it was still good, but it wasn't quite as good as it had been. I think with NXT too, is you also see people leave because it was their developmental yeah thing. But it became so popular that it just kind of became like a third brand that mm-hmm. was like unique. From Raw and SmackDown are kind of the same. They go through yeah. different periods where they're like one is better than the other because of like the creative direction a little bit. But essentially, they're the same thing. Um, but NXT felt like a different thing, and it was very good. Uh, and then. Uh, when it got to USA, it was a little bit raw-y, a little bit raw-ish. 
Like in um, the show raw, not the not the meat temperature. Yeah, not the meat temperature. It was just like a little bit, like just a little bit less sense was being made. And they were a little bit more like they would hot shot a few. It was like a thing where they would do something too fast sometimes. Or there would be like not a lot of, uh, I don't know, not a lot, not as much planning. But it was still hot fun. Hot shots like a money shot or something? No, hot shot. I think it's usually like you would, you would do something too quickly. You would like... Uh, um, like hot shot the title to somebody or whatever. Give him, give him like a belt too fast. Like give him a championship oh, too okay. fast. I got gotcha. you. You're like ending the movie too soon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but they are, but they were not doing well in the ratings against AEW because NXT was you know a, kind of a niche show, a niche show if you niche, will. Yeah, that's niche. Uh, and then I've heard it pronounced both ways. Uh, and then nope. Yeah, one of them may be incorrect, but I heard it. Um, mm-hmm. And it was not doing as well because Dynamite was their only show, and AEW puts a lot of effort into that. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, um, it was doing better. And so they moved NXT off of Wednesdays and moved it to Tuesdays. We're still kind of doing the same, even mm-hmm. though there really wasn't a lot of competition for it. And then I think now they've changed it up where I think they've kind of given up on it. It was Triple H's, like, baby, and he booked it and he did a very good job with it and it was really like he clearly loved wrestling and when you watch like regular wwe it's clearly made by people who either like don't care about wrestling or actively dislike it mm-hmm. or are like resentful well, they're bad, of it they're bad allegedly bad people they're allegedly bad people and i also think that vince mcmahon is very like allegedly resentful of the fact that I think he just really wants to be like a businessman, like a successful businessman. Mm-hmm. And this, but this was the business that he had the opportunity to take over mm-hmm. from his father. So he, he did a good job with it for a long time, but he, I think she, he just wishes that he was like a movie producer or something, you know, it's something yeah. that people respected. It's um, like, when is Shane going to get a shot? You know, you know, um, he could really turn this ship around. He could. Well, Triple H wanted to, and I think Triple H would have done a great job, but I think Triple H is banking on Vince retiring or passing away a few years ago, and he still is actively working a lot, and so just now like, Triple H is kind of out, I think, and Just Vince, like Colin Jost. Just like Colin Jost? Was he banking? Was somebody banking? Was he banking on... Oh, oh he was going to be Lauren? I'll let you complete that okay. thought. Because it's allegedly. It's allegedly that he no. was uh, it banking was a on du- taking that over. Was a, that was a dumb joke. Okay. Go ahead. We're like one degree of separation from college. Um, Are you worried he's going to hear this? Yeah, he could find us. Colin, I'm sorry I called you the Triple H of <laughs> SNL. The more I think about it, the more accurate that might actually be. But um, I feel like Michael Che would like that joke. He's, uh, he's a big wrestling guy, right? Oh, they were both in that wrestling show. They were both. They were both at WrestleMania, the one you were at, I think. Yeah. Weren't they at the WrestleMania? They were. were I saw at? them. I did yeah. see them compete live. You saw them wrestle live. Yeah. What were you saying? You were giving us the history of NXT. You anyway, were up to NXT, Triple H doing. They've a good kind job. of given up on it, I think, and I think Triple H is kind of out, from what I'm hearing. And uh, NXT is now. They've, I think they've given up on it being like a success on its own and being like a ratings thing. And they're just going back to it being the developmental thing where they're just like, let's find guys who are going to be uh, um, like potential future stars. And the thing is, NXT had like a good, like pretty diverse roster of people with like different skills and like different kinds of wrestlers. 
some like big hoss wrestlers as they would call them who were like big and strong like you know larger than life people a hoss? A hoss, how do you spell like that a big h-o-s-s hoss. wow it's like a big country big man person um uh, you, i don't think that's a regular term but anyway well, it isn't wrestling it's a yeah, hoss it's a wrestling term um okay. i feel like it's outside of wrestling though but it may it's probably a regional thing but you know and uh they had people that were smaller like indie wrestlers that did a lot of uh acrobatic stuff um but now i think they're the mandate is now no no more indie wrestling signings um the way that i've heard this the quote uh was that no more midgets is what they said that's not the term i know it's an offensive term that's a slur it I'm is pretty sure i probably shouldn't have said it oh gosh you're fine you're uh, quoting something i just want to say that is it is not the correct term so it's it, there's a little bit more of the whole the boys mentality where they don't i see the thing is that nobody has cared about wrestling for so long that they have no consequences like they've they've also, gone through not having any consequences and no checks and balances funny, at all the interesting thing about that rule too is like the it sounds like a rule that's meant to be like progress in some way right probably because they're like we're not gonna i think they think it's a regression but i think they think regressing back to just all big like college football big Mm -hmm. big big guys i think that's what they think that was their philosophy before i think guys like triple h tried to push them away from that a little bit Mm -hmm. and now they're back to that i see um because they think like this is how we're gonna make money i thought they were um worried about being disrespectful to the little people oh no so they're talking about people like adam cole like, they're talking about like oh, okay. guys that are like five eight and five ten. Oh my god they're not talking about actual oh. like little people i thought they were instating no. a rule so it's even more and like, i was like why would they do that i was like i guess they think that's like cruel or something oh yeah no i i no but so i went on this whole journey yeah no it wasn't no. But really, you're just talking about guys who are 5'8". Yeah. Midgets. Gotcha. There you okay. go. Yeah. Right. So it's very, um, it's, you know, it's just a very, like, regressive attitude. And they're, uh, and you could see it this week on NXT. They had, like, they lit it differently. It was all bright, which mm-hmm. I, I, I understand why they used to light it very dark, because it was always in a small venue of, like, 400 people max, I think. Um, which was a great atmosphere for it. And it was a lot of the same people when they used to do the tapings every month. Um, and it was, I can see why they, they lit it very darkly because it makes it look smaller or sorry. It makes it look bigger. You can't see how small it is. Um, and then when I saw this, the brightly colored one, it's like, it looked like a double dare. Like it looked like a Nickelodeon studios. Like it looks very small. The like the, the brighter colors is a nice, is nice, but it looks very like, small time like it literally looks like they're in a gymnasium and it's just a little i don't know it doesn't look great but you could see there were guys there were it was a lot of like bigger people and like um there was a guy named braun breaker mm. with two k's and he's everything you would have expected with from this k's? with two k's i don't like that no 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 nope. i don't like bad vibes we don't like where this is going is, yeah he's white Yes. Uh, bad vibes. Bad, is, bad uh, vibes. He is the son of legendary wrestler Rick Steiner, um, brother to legendary wrestler Scott Steiner, who is Scott a... Scott com- Steiner. Scott Steiner is a complete, allegedly, completely insane person. Ooh, Reese's. <laughs> Stay Reese's away. 
<laughs> Multiple Reese's Cups. This is an organic dark chocolate Reese's. Oh, okay. Never mind. And then Might as well the be a vitamin. And then there's the regular ones. Uh, anyway, this guy was... He was fine. There was nothing wrong with this guy. I want to say he had a good he looked he had a good look, he had a lot of energy, he seemed like he was um had some character to him. He looked fine when he was wrestling, but it's just I know it's going to be an army of this guy going forward, you know. And it seemed like there were still some fun bits. There was a wedding at the end that was very fun. That was usually wrestling weddings are just like they'll do something to ruin it. Somebody'll do something offensive and then they'll bash somebody's face into a cake um <laughs> but this That's one sweet. was but yeah sweet but this one was actually very good everybody played their characters really well and there were actual jokes based oh, wow. on the character the one guy the one it's basically this um this one wrestler she fell in love with this guy whose gimmick is that he's a serial killer like that is what his gimmick and he's very good at portraying it he's very like um he doesn't change his expression. He looks crazy. I'll see if I can find a real, real quick picture of him. But he. Oh, that's okay. okay. Our listeners don't we won't be able to see that because they don't have eyes. Yeah, no, I was going to talk through it, but uh, that's true. Our, we, we cater only to the eyeless. Um, but uh, but his one thing, this like the only joke I'll I'll mention from this was that they did that thing where it's like, does anybody object to this wedding? Speak now. And then a couple of people raised their hands, and then he looked. He opened his coat and looked around, and he had like a hatchet, yikes, like an axe in his. And he just looked around, and everybody put their hands down. Um, That's pretty funny. It was very, it was very on game, and it was very fun. Um, and nobody ruined it. They just got married, and it was very sweet. Aww. Uh, and he spoke his first words, I think, in NXT, which were "I do." Aww. It was actually very sweet. We're um, not really married, though, right? No, I don't think so. But in the in the show they That's are so weird that they have to be married in the show right well they're but not know, in real life they're characters that's true it's just like you said the line between person and character gets pretty blurred yeah um but yeah right, it we was... probably have time for one more story okay well i'm going to uh i'm going i'll 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 wrap it up in in with these two mentions but i was i was uh Going to AEW Dynamite Grand Slam and Rampage Grand Slam this uh, Wednesday, two days from now. Uh, very excited. Actually, I it'll really be hope. tomorrow, John, because this podcast comes out on Tuesday. Okay. So tomorrow. Uh, very excited. I really hope no more documentaries come out featuring any of the wrestlers on the card uh, before that show. Um, and it's uh, it's going to be great. There's Let me see. Sting live. And it's, it might be a yearly tradition is what Tony Khan the That'd president of AEW is going, yeah. Is, and, it, uh, you know, if somebody, if something comes out about any of them, the rule will just be whatever amount of money you spend on a company that supports or employs rapists, you have to match that to me. Like, you have to give me a dollar you're gonna for say, every... Donate it to a... No, no, charity. just give me the money. Just you. Every, like, if you spend 80 bucks on a ticket, I get 80 bucks. This is seeming less altruistic as we it's go like, along. It's like a swear jar, but for like spending money on so the So you can buy candy. I might spend some of that money on candy. <laughs> you think there's no problematic rapists that work for any of the candy? think no candy we may tycoons? Never know. They work in anonymity. That's true. It's all a bunch of Willy Wonkas running around. You don't know who they yeah, are. Yeah, they don't just open the candy factory. Should people have to win a golden ticket? That's right. You'll never know. Um,. But uh, a big thing that AEW announced uh, is that they're uh, 
they're partnered with uh, Owen Hart's widow, uh, Martha Hart, mm-hmm. uh, her charity, the Owen Hart Foundation. Um, and they're going to, so Owen Hart's just been like gone from wrestling since he tragically passed away. I was going to say, didn't he die? He disappeared. I don't <laughs> know. Like, him and Sasha Banks, no idea what happened. They uh, just stopped booking him for some reason. Yeah. No, but he is, you know, has not been like involved or like they don't talk about it because his, his wife, understandably, mm-hmm. does not like the I WWE. have her book. Yeah. I, yeah. And so. I haven't read it yet, but I have, I bought it. I also it. want to read it. And she, understandably, does not like them. Does not have a good relationship with him, uh, mm-hmm. and does not want him like in their Hall of Fame or anything like that because she doesn't. Because they killed him. Because they killed him. You allegedly, know? they killed him allegedly. And although also, she did win a lawsuit, didn't she? She did win a lawsuit, but that was the thing is they really I don't think wanted to admit what had happened, and there was a mm-hmm. lot going on. There's the whole Dark Side of the Ring episode about it. That's one of the few I did watch, and it was very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and but anyway, now this is the first time I believe that she's like partnering with a wrestling organization, they're going to uh, have an Owen Hart Cup tournament. Mm -hmm. The Owen. People, somebody can win the Owen. So it'll be like the Owen Hart Memorial Cup. They're going to have, he's going to be featured in uh, like merchandise and he'll be in their video game and stuff. And uh, I believe proceeds from this stuff are going to go to that charity, the Owen Hart Foundation, because they're partnering specifically with the Owen Hart Foundation. Mm Um and it's very heartwarming and nice and it's like they really do a lot of uh they really just it just shows you how like they treat people seemingly allegedly with more respect and they respect Mm -hmm. professional wrestling and the history of it a lot more. or at least that's the that's the they're the baby face right now they are the baby face right now uh they could do a heel turn at any moment they could do a heel turn at any moment they are very much Part of a large corporation, they very could at any moment do a, a big heel turn. But I do think their hearts are in the right place, uh, and they've been doing. And it's well, they seem to they understand also, that the way to differentiate yourself from WWE is to be not WWE. Yes. So, like you know, they pretty much do everything that they don't like. Whenever I watch that show, I don't feel like I've been insulted. Like mm-hmm. even if it's not the best episode in the world, it's like oh, they tried mm-hmm. or they tried something, you know. And it's very enjoyable and i can tell that they have respect for wrestling and i uh this isn't paid content for them by the way this is just you know this is just yeah. my opinion from watching a John show just really really loves AEW, and if anybody out there has problematic stories about AEW oh, or knows God. something bad about it please don't tell him because it's couple. the last thing he has it's, he I has got nothing, nothing else. else now that i can and don't know anything about star wars i don't have anything else left he doesn't you know, I also, uh, I was going to make a joke about somebody being rumored to be in the Spider-Man movie. Oh, who? Oh, I don't know. Just CM Punk's going to be in the Spider-Man movie. That would be funny. It would be very funny. He'd probably love it. I would. There's probably a wrestler in the Spider-Man movie. I feel like there's one wrestler in every movie. Superhero Somewhere. movies, they, they wind up in there a lot. Yeah. They need, like, it's like one of them. Just like, yeah. You just know. hanging out. Yeah. If there's a big guy in a movie or a TV show, nine times out of ten, he's a wrestler. There was uh, Randy Savage uh, was in the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage. Actually, that apparently ended his in-ring career because he, and I, re-watching this movie recently, I was like, that didn't look very good. He did his own stunts. The thing is, he shouldn't have because he wasn't just (laughs) doing wrestling moves. He was doing like movie stunts. Yeah. Which he didn't 
know how to do. Mm-hmm. And so there was a point where Spider-Man like kicks him up really high and into the wall of a cage. And then he falls off the wall of the cage. And he kind of just landed like on his head and neck. And like in a very Oy. in a very awkward way. And I was like, that didn't look good. Uh, and then I was reading about it and he did injure his neck. And he wasn't like paralyzed, but he did have to stop wrestling after that. Jeez, it's amazing that the movie would even let him do that. Usually like insurance yeah. on movies is like, no. Yeah, no. But I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe because he's a wrestler, some special thing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they thought that it was okay because they thought he was just going to be like, because they don't know what wrestling is. So they thought he was. It is also funny, by the way, that speaking of that Spider-Man thing, wrestling in TV and movies mm-hmm. always portrayed as, as real. It's never like it wasn't like Spider-Man because this was really Spider-Man going in there. Yeah. To do this. Oh, yeah. He would have been like. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like. Wait, why is Spider-Man like allowed to like really fight this guy? Yeah, well, if they went in there for this, you know, this bit that he's doing where somebody's supposed to like fake last three minutes with him, Spider-Man would have been like actually hitting him and he would have yeah. been like, it's a work, brother. <laughs> Stop, brother. God. Uh, Spider-Man, he was shooting. He's the web shooter. Yeah, really? The shooter is, uh, uh, is somebody. Yeah. You told me this last yes. week. You yeah. told me about shoot. Web, he's the web how shooter. To, how to shoot. You taught me how to shoot somebody last week. Anyway, if you have any information, please send it to McGruff, the crime dog. Uh, oh, my McGruff God. is on the case of that van uh, murder, by the way. Oh, after this, I yeah. have to immediately Google McGruff because I got to see what the heck is going on. Don't do it now during the show because we're, okay. we're entertaining people right we now. We are entertaining people. I want us to stay in the moment. If we start we Googling are, stuff, then it's all over, we baby. We are so entertaining. Um, we're super entertaining. We I think we have a very a good repartee. We do have a good repartee, good rapport. Yeah, good rapport. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you do parkour, but you rap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All it's right. clearly late. It is. I haven't even eaten dinner yet. I just had all this What are you candy. talking about? You had a bunch of jelly beans and <laughs> Reese's. That is your dinner. I did. Oh, no. My stomach's going to hurt again tomorrow, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't want to have a bunch of coffee. I wanted to keep it's my true. pep in my step. Yeah. I didn't want to have a cup of coffee. Fair. And uh, I don't do cocaine. So. Anymore. Ever. Okay. Don't people don't know that we're joking. I know. So you can't say that because what if people I work with are like, <gasps> <gasps> I think Ann does coke. Yeah, nobody in the media has ever done coke. Nobody uh, in New York City in the media who parties anything. does coke. And no coke. I am not aware of anyone in entertainment, media, the Hollywood industry, theater. Or, or comedy or, or wrestling, wrestling. Who's, who's ever done or even seen cocaine yes allegedly allegedly well allegedly i guess that's it <laughs> all right um yeah that's it like did, and subscribe did you have a final thought i think last week you had a final thought did i have a final thought my final thought this week is um uh wwe better shape up because I don't. I don't really think sexual assault is cool. <laughs> Not really. It makes me pretty mad. I'll be honest. I'm trying. I've been trying to stay chill for the for the pod. Mm-hmm. But I'll I'll be honest. It, it gets me real steamed. So fair. Uh, I would really like that to stop. Women do have uh, interior lives. We have hopes and dreams and fears and uh, desires and and. Um, pet peeves just like every other one of you is so if you see a woman treat her like uh, a person yeah 
and uh, how you would want to be treated, you know, by by you, you know? Yeah. Well, that's all the time I got. All right. That's it. That's everything. <laughs> all right. You should have eaten a jelly belly after that. But um. Oh, shoot. I will. Okay. Here, here it goes. I got an orange one. Ooh. All right. Well, till next time. <laughs> this is John Sartori. And Anne Victoria Bark. Those scruffy, scruffy's a dog. I get it. <laughs> <laughs>